episode number 159. You almost said 459. <laughs> oh, 459. Not yet. 159. Gary and Will here. What's good? We had an email from a client asking for a guide or information on kind of like exercising and eating when sick. Yeah, like what do you do? Because I know a lot of people feel like they kind of lose everything, you know, when they get sick. Yeah, and since it's like flu and cold season coming on up, <clears throat> we figured it'd be a good good thing to to go over. Yeah. Or is it now flu, cold, COVID season? I think it is. Is it is it is it like part of the that now? It's part of the rotation. Instead of. Like when you get the little medicine that says cold and flu? Cold and flu COVID? Yeah, will it say that? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Marketing. Well, all right, so let's dig in because I think a lot of times too, and yeah, the, the question with this is people, yeah, you get maybe sick and then you're like, yeah, you don't do anything at all and then you fall off and you maybe are leery of when this happens, you get worried because you know you might kind of default to that pattern. So I think a lot of people would wonder this question because it's like, what? can I do what what should I do same thing with the eating right like there's the old starve of flu feed a cold or something like that how's it go starve of fever feed a cold is that's, that it hey that's why things like that aren't good because <laughs> your mom your grandma tells your mom one way and then yeah. your mom tells you the other way and it gets all twisted and then up. you're making yourself sicker so it's feed a cold starve a fever yep and it's probably like just a, a wives' tale. There's scientifically, uh, it has not been confirmed, right? Uh, so first, we'll start with we'll back up a little. Maybe like what are things we can do to prevent getting sick, right? So we'll start with what can we do to prevent getting sick nutrition-wise. We have our immune system, right? And Guess what? Our, our body needs nutrients to do all things, right? And we are, so we are always feeding, you know, our, our cells, our body. And yes, our immune system needs nutrients, right? So this is why typically if you have a low nutrient diet. A highly processed diet. You may diet. be someone who gets sick all the time. Yeah. You're not helping yourself. Um, you know, so our body absorbs nutrients and then it kind of can use them, right, for different functions of our immune system, inflammatory system, distributes the nutrients as needed. Less nutrients, more demand, more can go wrong, right? Uh, and then in, another thing too is our, like, gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. So, Prebiotics and probiotics can be very helpful to having a robust digestive, like stomach bacteria, which affects our immune system. So again, if you have a highly processed, low nutrient dense diet, which typically is low and some of these foods we'll get into that have are high in prebiotics and probiotics, again, that's another knock against your immune system, right? What are some of those foods? So essentially, as we all kind of know, right? No one even really needs to be told to do this. If you eat a more nutrient-dense 
foods, you're going to have a better, more robust immune system to prevent getting sick in the first place. Basics, yeah. So prebiotics, probiotics. So prebiotic foods are vegetables like asparagus, garlic, onions. Those are like probably the most common, like garlic and onion are very high prebiotic foods. Uh, car and then other carbs like potatoes. Pro- yeah, potatoes are a big one. Oats, beans, yams. Fruit, love that word. Fruit, apples, bananas, berries, like common stuff, right? Yeah. So essentially, eat fruits and veggies, and you're getting prebiotics. Yeah. If you want a good wallop of prebiotics, it's not the most tasty thing, but I, I know uh, a green banana actually. Oh, oh, they yeah, they're real high. Yeah. If you want to have like a chalky mouth. Yeah. You know what though. Every once in a while, I do like a green banana. Yeah, it's kind of like, especially if it's like cool. Yeah, know? I don't know why, because it really, if you kind of peel it back, yeah. peel it but back. But you know what? I'll even almost say this. There's a stage where I like a green banana mm-hmm. better than a certain stage where it's like yellow. Yeah. Like real early yellow, it ends up being like, I don't know, it's weird. Is it the worst of both, had, yeah. <laughs> both worlds? So. I prefer the extremes of bananaism. Yeah. So if you really want to hit, get yourself a banana that looks green. I need a green banana or like some spots. Yeah. Nothing. You don't like the in between? No. I I'm fine with the in between. Then probiotics. You got your dairy, so fermented foods, yogurt, cheese, kefir, sauerkraut, sauerkraut pickles, kimchi, tempeh. Soy sauce. I forget that soy sauce is fermented. Yeah. So far, I always forget that. There you go. So, so all of those are, I mean... Yeah, eat your fruits, veggies, fermented food that helps feed your gut bacteria. Your daily yogurt. And then, yeah, make sure you're getting nutrient-dense foods, right? So I know stuff like zinc, things like that are very important for our immune system. Where mm-hmm. zinc? It's in red meat, yeah. right? It's in... Uh, there's nutrients in meats, mm-hmm. fruits, veggies. Those are going to be the most nutrient Things like foods. eggs have a lot of nutrients in them, too. Yeah. So... So yeah, whole foods mm-hmm. is what we're after. It's going to be helpful. Now, let's slide over since we're in the prevent sickness as best as we can. Um, we'll slide over it. Exercise, right? Um, yes. At, and at, no, again, nothing surprising, but same thing, kind of a bell curve. Too little and too much exercise can have negative impacts on our immune system. Yes. So you want to kind of, yeah, find that find that balance, right? And, and again, this is like typically the more stress ridden your life is. The closer to the middle you need to be. The or? closer and the, the closer to less exercise, right? Yeah. Like if you're 24 years old, have no kids, no job, and, and you get paid to play a sport. You're going to be closer to the stressful end of yeah. the bell curve. But essentially, and then also too, so that's kind of on a broad spectrum. You know, so yeah, like working out seven days a week, two hours a day, probably not helpful for your immune system. No. Working out none, probably not helpful for your immune system. So find that middle balance. Uh, now also too, that's like kind of your macro. Now within individual workouts, one-time exercises, right? Um, yeah, you're like low moderate exercise can help boost immune immunity very very brief vigorous exercise doesn't it's kind of like neutral it won't cause an immune suppressing effect prolonged vigorous exercise is negative net negative so if you're getting after it for like 
an hour and a half or something. Yeah, it's going to suppress your immune system. Yeah. Right? So that's why, in general, the longer you go, the less intense, the more often you go, the less intense mm-hmm. your stuff needs to be, right? To from, for As far as promoting your immune system, this is so like, you know, resistance training, low intensity cardio, you know, do, do those in little moderate amounts and they're gonna boost your immune system. You know, if you do wanna go hard, make it real short. Little finisher in your workout, once a week, 10, 15, 20 minute session tops. Um, of really getting after you it. You start trying to do these like hit sessions for like your entire workout, like an hour or two Or multiple hit know? sessions. Or moderate to high intensity, prolonged, you know, mm-hmm. hour and a half, two hour plus it's going to hurt your immune system. You know, when these people go and do, you know, go to the gym and you do like cycling for an hour and then you do like group X for an hour and then you, you know, it's like, that's. Like the more is not helping you. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt you in the long run. Um, So yeah. And also specifically, you know, doing chronic resistance trainings that stimulates our innate immunity. Yeah, so regularly doing it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, again, you you have to look at it like the be- a bell curve, right? So high intensity probably has a high risk of getting us sick, mm-hmm. right? Uh, being sedentary, it, it's interesting actually. Being sedentary has a higher risk than a moderate amount of exercise, but still probably less risk than a high. And if you're really getting after it, high intensity. Right, and this is why a lot of times, yeah, like athletes and stuff get sick all the time and injured all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just because they're they're pushing put, it to the limit, pushing performance. You know, it's like I'm gonna do all this stuff, but yeah, that's gonna come at a cost with your immune system mm-hmm. taking a hit, right? So again, moderate intensity in general is going to be positive and help your risk of getting sick be as low as possible. Um, then other factors are stress, age, sleep mood, things like that, obviously. Um, okay, so now we know, wow. Let's talk, if, yeah, how if to you, prevent. If you eat a high nutrient-dense whole food diet and do a moderate amount of exercise at a moderate intensity, you are giving yourself a great chance. You're bolstering of, yourself. Yeah, boosting your immunity, not getting sick. Now, if you do eat a very low nutrient-dense, so more than likely a high Process. Cranking out honey buns for breakfast. Yeah. Um, and then either doing no exercise or trying to kill yourself every day. To balance out the honey bun you have for breakfast. Yeah. You probably you probably get sick yeah. a lot. Or you're definitely putting yourself at a higher risk. Okay, so now let's say you've gotten sick, right? What can you do? We'll start with nutrition. So foods that could possibly have, are shown to fight and improve symptoms. They may help you feel better faster. Garlic. Garlic's actually, when you look, uh, and I know like examine.com, so they're real good about like, uh, if you want to learn about like supplements and foods mm-hmm. and like science. Uh, There's a lot of research. They do like good evidence. citations. One of the few foods, you know, talk about like most food doesn't have a ton of magical qualities in that regard. Garlic though, baby. Um, but garlic is definitely like the most backed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some, I some freaking people, love garlic. Who's going to, you know, I, I like garlic too. I love garlic in all forms, like add it to meals, kind of diced up, or like mm-hmm. roast it, eating it whole. Um, even like little, sometimes you can get like those jars of like whole garlic cloves, you mm-hmm. know. 
But yeah, so garlic is a strong antibiotic. Uh, can help with colds, things like that. Um, green tea, supposed to have antibodies to help in, uh, get rid of invading pathogens. Honey as well, antibacterial. That classic tea and honey, man. Mm -hmm. Your uh, grandma told you to do it for a good reason. Chicken soup, mostly because it's uh, providing fluids, electrolytes. Nice and salty. And berries. Yeah. They have a high... Elderberries, yeah. to be El specific. Elderberries specifically. I don't, that's one of those where I'm like, where do you even get elderberries? So it's not very practical. But so that one, like, you got to buy, like, I take that. You got to buy it. Oh, like an extract yeah. or something? Yeah. So, it's got a lot of good research, though, for its antiviral properties. Yeah. And with that, so supplements, um, vitamin C, zinc, both of those are known to, like, we need those. Like, we go back mm -hmm. to, hey, your body needs nutrients to support your immune system. Well, in, vitamin C and zinc are probably two of the, like, the ones the that have the biggest impact. So supplementing them when you get sick, you know, it's not going to hurt. Uh, also, like elderberry extract, ginseng, th those are some common ones. Selenium, I know, is another one, too. Yeah. Um, again, selenium, zinc, pretty high in animal foods, mm -hmm. especially like red meat and eggs. Uh, Beta-glucan is a supplement. You can also get uh, beta-glucan from oats. It's, uh, it's common in oats. So, yeah, those things could help. Really, that's it. You know, there's no... There's no magic. Magic. Uh, that, and the reality is they may really just help you feel better, which then, you know, I mean, that could be worth it, right? Yeah. Um, and then the sickness will run its course. As we all know, drink plenty of fluids. You know, like that's your, number one. Like your mom would say, that's going to be a big thing. And rest and recover, right? So when we get into the exercise stuff. Now, when it comes down to the whole, like, starve, starve a fever or uh, heat a cold, starve a fever, the best thing that's probably known to this point is if you're hungry, eat. If you're not hungry, don't. Yeah. Right? So don't force anything down. If you have no appetite, if you have appetite, eat. Um, you know, some of those foods we mentioned, nutrient-dense foods, obviously, are going to be more helpful and try to make that easy as well yeah you know don't don't expect to cook the exact same meals you normally do if you feel like garbage you mm -hmm. know things like rotisserie chicken frozen veggies like that's easy compared to maybe your normal stuff yeah so again most stuff we kind of already know maybe intuitively should be no magic bullet um, now when it comes to Exercise. exercising while, while sick so in this one same thing intuitively um, I know myself, when I have been sick, it's, for one, you don't want to, especially if, say you would normally work at a gym, you obviously don't want to go and spread, no. spread your sickness, so that's something. Um, and then I know a lot of times they say if it's like in your chest, you definitely want to lay off. If it's in your head, then some exercise can start to help. Yeah, so like a sore throat, headache, mm -hmm. things like that. So say it's early on in your, in your illness, um, and yeah, it is kind of like a head thing. So you're, like Will said, you know, those symptoms. Then yeah, low intensity exercise, right? So if you obviously, you go for a walk, low intensity, that's gonna be, for most people, if you have like a bike, like us or something like that, and you know, you're conditioned enough to where you can go easy and keep things low intensity, but that's pretty much gonna be your 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 options. Yeah. Um, and you can do those by yourself if you, if you have a treadmill at home or like a recumbent bike or get outside and walk. So early on, you know, first one, two, three days, like 
Just move around. That's where you, you can. That's where you're gonna find yourself, right? Now, if you're having like, you know, more severe stuff like running a high fever, diarrhea, vomiting, achy, joint stuff. pain, like we said, probably like that chest congestion, just no exercise. Yeah. Um, and that's probably yeah gonna be for the early stages, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, with that stuff too, probably gonna have to just consult a, a doctor, right? Yeah. Or just wait. Wait till you're pretty, pretty strongly better. Um, towards the end, like we said, if it's the lighter stuff, then you can eventually start working in, um, you know, some moderate stuff. So like some resistance training. But again, you want to make sure you're kind of like on the up and up, getting better, right? Yeah. So you're less contagious. If you're gonna have to be around other people, um, you, you could just ramp up your intensity a little on the low intensity stuff yep. to where it's a little more moderate still trying to keep your heart rate kind of less than like 150 beats yeah. per minute just keeping it a little more conversational still yeah. even though your heart rate's which up. is like a hike you know yeah. so um yeah for the most part in general when you're sick what can you do um like we said unless you, you know obviously typically if you are having diarrhea and puking you're not thinking about doing nothing so yeah a little cold cough runny nose all that like Go for a walk. Yeah. It kind of comes down to what is our, you know, low intensity. And, like, that also comes back to, like, what helps prevent being sick? Some low intensity exercise, right? So, that's always a safe baseline. Yeah. With with the exercise, right? Um, pros and cons, like we said, for the most part, if you're not sure, probably don't do much or yeah. just go for a walk outside. Uh, I, I do think there is a benefit to trying to do something as soon as you can even being just a walk yep. because you're keeping the habit alive. You, you just feel better. You get moving. Helps, especially if you're used to exercising consistently, you know, just to get in that better headspace. Yeah. Um, even when recently I had, like, this little surgery thing done and I couldn't um, exercise for weeks, but I still, you know, was able to go for a walk. So I just repositioned my head, like, hey, my training session today is a walk so that I'm still, like, mentally you're still getting it done. Getting it done. Yep. So... I think there is a lot of value to, you know, doing that. Um, and again, with the nutrition, yeah, like high nutrient foods, lean proteins, fruits, veggies, reality is what you should kind of be doing when you're not sick is what you can be doing when you are sick, but definitely paying attention a little more to, you know, your appetite, not forcing anything is key, right? So yeah, hopefully that helps. Um, I know Vivian sent in the email and she was sick and probably feeling flustered, right? What, what, what can I do? And, and yeah, it's a simple, simple guidelines. Um, but to kind of recap, like we said, um, to prevent getting sick in the first place, yeah, there is, an, and you're probably tired of hearing this because we park this on all our episodes almost, but unless you're uh, an uh, extreme performance athlete type goals, Moderation is where it's at. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, not same, beast mode in six days a week. Yeah, same goes for your immune system. So to prevent getting sick, you want to avoid under and over exercising. Same, over, you want to avoid over and under eating. You want to maintain a healthy body weight. Obviously, stuff like wash your hands, get enough sleep, eat nutrient dense food, and Specifically, make sure you're feeding your gut bacteria. So, like those pro and prebiotic foods yep. we talked about. Eat your yogurt and your green bananas. Yeah. That's going to give you the best chance to fight off getting sick. Yeah. And if you do get sick, again, 
drink lots of fluid, rest. If you're eat, if you're if you're eat, if you're hungry, eat. If you're not, don't. And yeah, focus on, you know, those immune boosting foods. Some garlic. Just go add garlic <laughs> to everything, man. Um, yeah, and then get 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 walking. Get to walking. I think I find any excuse to add garlic to something, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, you start getting sick on purpose. <laughs> just just so I can bump my garlic yeah. up. <laughs> uh, can you think of a time when? Yeah, you were sick, and you like. I mean, you've learned. How, I mean, you know, your body eventually tells you, right? Like, yeah. I, I know there's a time where I've been sick, and I'm like, I'm gonna train, right? Especially obviously, like, all for the last how many years now? Eight, nine, ten, twelve years having my own gym, so mm-hmm. I could like go in when no one's there. Yep. And uh, yeah, you quickly, you know, you try to do your regular workout. You you realize real quick whether you should be doing it or not. And your strength isn't there. You're you just feel like crap. And mm-hmm. the reality is, like, we go back to hey. For exercise to be productive, you need to recover from it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's point blank at the very beginning. If you're sick, your body's got uh, it's other, got other things to do. Exactly. Like it's trying to get back to baseline, and then mm-hmm. you know, if you're asking a big demand of it, you're just putting a dent. You're just digging that. Yeah, you're the, digging a hole deeper. Yeah. So just know that, like, doing too much too soon is a detriment. Yeah. So you're slow pro- rolling it with some easy walking or bike mm-hmm. riding is the way to go. Yeah. And over over the years, that's so. Then if I do. Which I'd never get sick, right? I think the only like is it because you eat your probiotic and prebiotic foods? I don't know. Uh, even when I was a kid, I didn't get sick much. Uh, my mom and we'll all, I would actually really align it back to we had like strict bedtimes and always got our sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big part of it. And I still still do, and so I would align it to that. Um, you know, I know like right around Christmas when it was like that fourth wave of like COVID stuff Mm -hmm. I I did get sick yeah um it was real quick like two days and now and it sucked it was like uh you know headache and that kind of stuff but and now and yeah I mean that was there was no way I would exercise but then eventually getting back into it yeah I didn't just dive back in I eventually like just did some low intensity on the bike some walks and then eventually you know got back into training so I'll even I can even tell I'll actually like you can even feel, you know, sometimes you get like a scratchy throat mm-hmm. and just feel run down. Yep. I'll skip my workout. Same. Because now, for Because you know me, it's going to make it worse. Yeah. Like, because, you know, my lifting sessions are pretty intense. I am pushing my body mm-hmm. close. So it's probably like, you know, like in that acute moment, it's definitely not, it could, yeah, my immune system's going to be asked to, to work, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, I, I would rather, you know, re- feel fully recovered, right? So... Um, now again, um, that rarely happens, but that's yeah. typically the mindset I'm at now to prevent maybe it like progressing my immune system taking a big dent, and then I do. But yeah, well then you're sick for how many days, and then you can't definitely can't train. Yeah, if you do that, yeah, yeah. that's where I've ended up too. So and then overall too, when you go into yeah, we, you know, the whole hashtag beast mode, and yeah, that's why I mean, and we see it too um, over the years working in the industry. You know, a lot of people go hard and they get sick for like, and stuff like pneumonia and they're like out for like six weeks. Yeah. And and I'm like, so even if, which it's not, which is a crazy thing, but even if say training like insane was more beneficial, more effective, well, it wouldn't be if you then end up getting sick and you miss these huge chunks of time. I mean, imagine 12 weeks on, six weeks off, if we're just going to go with that. That's terrible. Yeah. Like you're just going to regress. And like in six weeks, you will lose muscle mass. You will lose strength. Mm-hmm. You will lose aerobic capacity. So, like, you're not doing yourself a service by, you know, going hard and then stopping. Yeah. 
And then with diet, it comes back to, and we talked about this on a recent podcast, like, yeah, you need to find the reason. Look, eating more whole and processed foods is not going to be as tasty as, you know, modern yeah, processed modern foods, foods and these co- combinations that are super delicious. So you have to find these other reasons, these other benefits. To eat the whole foods. To eat the foods and kind of give yourself some short-term, hey, I'm making this good decision because I know down the road. And, yeah, one of them is, hey, when I eat healthier, more my, uh, main, you know, in an amount a mo- that can, you know, maintain a good body weight, I am giving myself a chance to not be sick, right? Yeah. And you know what? The moment you're sick, it's freaking sucks. Yeah. And you're like, you're like Damn, I you would do done anything better. not to be sick. So start thinking about how, yes, these few, few, uh, fuels, foods, foods, fuels, yeah, they're all the same, <laughs> are helping me with that, mm-hmm. right? So, again, same thing. I know myself personally, like over the years, that is one thing. Like, I feel good about eating these foods because I know I never get sick and it's part of that process. Mm-hmm. And I like not being sick. Yeah. So. And again, not sick shaming. Anymore. No, it's, it's, look, it happens. Sometimes you're like super stressed. You're working. You got to work these crazy shifts, yeah. and you're not getting sleep. And it is out of your control. You know, bit. and you have like screaming kids, and you're not able to get to the gym. So you are kind of teetering on that nothing factor of exercise. And yeah, whole foods. You do got to prepare them, and you, mm-hmm. you're not in a good habit of preparing them. So you do got to grab what's quick and convenient. But so again, even if you're in that chapter in that place you know once you're able to start stringing together you know some habits start mm-hmm. now saying hey you know what i don't i want to be more robust i want to not get sick right and these are the things that do it you know and again if you if you want to boil it down even to as simple as possible it's moderation right Mod, That's not it. it's not extreme diets where you eat no food or extreme workout programs where you exercise all the time like avoid these extremes of so much food that i gain a bunch of weight and get overweight so little food that i'm starving that and you're malnourished happy. right so much exercise that i'm running myself into the ground so little exercise that i have no no movement <laughs> you're not doing anything yeah you know find that moderate amount what is that moderate amount you know two to four resistance training workouts you know daily walk it's that simple. It's 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 really it's not hard. you know, you could piece it together to being a couple hours a week. So, and food wise, yeah, eighty twenty, right? Like we're not saying don't ever have a Twinkie, but just don't have nothing but Twinkies. Have a Twinkie, but also the rest of the day you had, you know, some lean protein. You had three pieces of fruit. You Get had veggies. You know, three cups of veggies. You had um, some whole grains, right? Get, getting that that nutrition in, mm-hmm. you know, because you ha- have to realize that is, you know, you don't, you want to be careful not to label foods as good and bad, but, you know, processed foods, so that Twinkie, those goldfish, they don't have much nutrients in them, right? Because they are refined, right? So to and make they them, great. they get stripped of layers and things where the nutrients are, and they lose a lot of their micronutrition. So then they just end up being macronutrients so you're getting calories you're getting say carbs or fats um but the micro it's not there it's not there and that's a problem with a lot of people is now we end up getting plenty of calories yeah we're in a calorie surplus but a micronutrient yeah like deficit deficit and how does that show itself a lot of times getting Getting, sick (laughs) low energy yeah 
uh, weird stuff. You know, a lot of times when you have like all like skin things and and like rashes and uh, stuff like that, it could be uh, micro nutrient deficiencies. Mm -hmm. So, um, and again, you don't have to be. I mean, it can. It can open your eyes if you go on chronometer and plug in all your food, and it will tell you like, hey, these are the RDA. And this is where you're at. But really, if you just make sure to eat from various food groups, you'll uh, you can cover a lot of stuff, yeah. right? So if you have some meat, if you have some dairy or like fortified products, right? You know, like almond milk and stuff now is fortified with like some nutrition that's that's missed that's in dairy, right? Like calcium and uh, vitamin A, vitamin D. You know, your some grains, some fruits and veggies, right? Mm -hmm. All those have a spectrum of, of nutrients and th that each group kind of may have that other foods don't yeah. have, right? and they definitely, you know, overlap into a nice, big, complete thing of nutrients. Yeah. So, there you go. Hopefully you don't get sick this winter. If yeah. You, if you do, now you know what to do. Yeah. Or you know what to do to prevent getting sick. Prevent it. Let's, let's, let's work on prevention this year. Yep. I think that's what we should all do. And again, another big one, which we've touched on before, is... Your body weight, your body composition mm -hmm. matters. It does. You know, like when we gain weight, our, our body fat can almost act like this organ, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it ends up being inflammation causing, yeah. immune system suppressing, right? So getting to a healthy body weight. It's just helpful in general. Yes. Makes you healthier. Healthier. So um, what is a healthy body weight? Start with BMI charts, right? Everyone, yeah. everyone wants to Everyone hates on it. You know why? Because... Well, majority of people do not fall into the healthy BMI range, mm -hmm. and so no one likes to see likes that, right? And the reality is, you know, people be like, "Oh, it doesn't account for for muscle and stuff." True, but, but most people what? aren't like bodybuilders that are. Yeah, less than three percent of people are out here out muscling their BMI, yeah. BMIs, right? So one hundred percent. You know, that's a good place to start. There's a reason the medical industry doctors use that. Right? Yeah. So, and it's not always what we want to hear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, start there, and that that's a good place to aim for. Another one is like waist measurement, mm -hmm. right? So if you're like, and this isn't your pants because pants are different, <laughs> yeah, and they're all over the place. This is an actual tape measure around your like natural waist, right? So like an inch or two above your belly button, or right around your belly button, right? So um, you know, 36 inches or less for guys, I, I believe, that's right, yeah. is like a good rule of thumb, and for women, it's like. 34 or less or 33 or less something like that um actually let me let me pull up the one information i have so i don't just give you something like that um i got it here in our coastal members group featured posts skirt So, priorities for health and longevity, uh, engage in regular physical activity that meets or exceeds the current guidelines, maintain a healthy body weight and body compos composition, get sufficient durations of sleep. Those are the big three. And then as far as body composition, yes, a good general thing is for men, health risk when your waist circumference is less than 37 inches okay no increased health <clears throat> risk boom 37 to 40 inches increased health risk 
greater than 40 inches significantly increase health risk. For women, 32 inches or less, 30, less than 32, no increased health risk. 32 to 37, increased health risk. 37 or greater, significantly increased health risk. So there you go. That's a good guideline or like BMI. Start there. Mm. Those are going to put you in ranges that help give you the chance to avoid being sick and, and other, other health consequences. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we appreciate you for listening. As always, if you're not, you should join our Facebook group, Fat Loss Secrets for Busy Adults. It is free. Got a lot a of good info. Yeah, got a challenge. Everyone's crushing it and mm -hmm. learning a lot. So you can just search for that on Facebook or in the description of our show notes of the podcast episode. There's a link in there as well. Yeah, hop on in. All right. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.